Welcome to BC Spirits, episode number 12. Um, I'm your host, Sean Sewell, obviously. Um, you're listening or watching or however medium you're listening to this. Um, as you can see, I've got a little bit of a tan. I just got back on from vacation. I had a really great time last week. Um, last week, we did lemon and orange, which was a lot of fun. This week, I decided to, like, so a couple of weeks ago, I did a tasting with the gang from Elephant Island. And I tasted a couple of their, their fruit wines and their fortified fruit wines. And I was just like blown away with their cassis. And I already love cassis from the Odd Society. And so I was like, you know what? Let's do a cassis off. And I was like, oh, as always, I've said this a million times. You've heard me say this a million times. As always, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to have two or three cassises to share off. But obviously, once I started researching, then I started getting into like, we've got five today, which is a quick, nice little quick episode. Um, it's late in the evening, uh, so this is a nice little aperitif time. So I sort of wanted to sort of lay it out. I haven't tasted a couple of these. I've only tasted uh, two out of the five we're doing today. Um, obviously, Cassis is more famous for, in Dijon, for the Kier. Well, most people know the Kier Royale. So a little bit of history about the Kier Royale. It actually started off as the Kier. So Royale is always applied to a cocktail that has sparkling wine. So bubbles, Prosecco, champagne, whatever. Uh, Mojito Royale instead of soda, top it up with bubbles. Um, actually, you won't actually regret that one too much. Um, so originally the Kier was created by the mayor of Dijon and he had a whole bunch of people coming to the city. So he wanted to showcase the city's uh, local ingredients as much as possible. So of course he had on one hand, he had the locally made Dijon Cassis. And on the other hand, he had Dijon white wine. And so he mixed them together and created the Kier. As time went on, they, the Kier Royale became very, very popular, which is Cassis topped up a Prosecco. Super simple. You can do it at home. You can do it in jugs. You can do it however you want. Um, I was thinking about doing a Kier Royale off, but uh, I thought, let's just do tasting uh, with regular uh, Cassis, and we'll go from there. So let's st kick this off. So first up, we have the black currant. Well, the, now, it's black currant liqueur. So it's made from black currants. Um, this is a Cassis from... The original bad boys, the uh, Okanagan spirits. So Tyler and the fam over there. So let's get this started. So it sits at about twenty-four uh, percent, I believe. All right, yeah, twenty-four percent. Now the thing with cassis is that you can have a straight-up fruit uh, liqueur. Um, other cassis have a few different ingredients added to it. By the looks of it, this is just sugar, alcohol, black currants. Oh, acidity bomb. Holy crap. This is like fresh black currants. Lots of acidity there, which is really great. The residual sugar gets balanced off really well. The alcohol is definitely present, but that acidity of the black currants, holy crap. That is monster. Um, beautiful and fresh, uh, almost lemon peely, um, like sucking on a sour candy. Um, like a black currant sour candy is exactly what you get from this. Um, usually approachable though. This could mix with a lot of great things because it doesn't have a lot of residual cloying sweetness on it. Uh, you might have to throw a little half ounce of sugar in that if you're making it with cocktails. Uh, next up, probably mostly everyone's favorite. I think everybody's got a great story about the Odd Society Creme de Cassis. Now, obviously I've done this in an episode before. I think it was the very, one of the very first episodes we did with liqueurs. Um, obviously now as we get moving, I'm sort of like focusing things in like the lemon and orange last week. So the Cassis gets done again. 
Oh, the syrup. This is like a black currant syrup. 23% alcohol. Oh, look at the legs on that. Whoop, let me get in the camera there. Just goes for days. Now, this one's a great story. This is um, a partnership with MasterChef Herve Martin, or Herve, Herve Martin, who was the personal chef to late King Leopold III of Belgium. And it was his recipe out of his cookbook that Gord created this. Um, if you've listened to the podcast with the guys from Monster Society, there's some great stories, especially about this one, uh, where originally they were straining it through like ladies' um, leggings. Leggings? No, leggings is bad. Le ladies' pantyhose to fine strain it. Listen to the podcast, it's awesome. This one's got a few things outside of just black currants, though. Um, I feel like there's a few little something somethings in there. It gives us this beautiful, rich depthness. This one's got a bit of cloying sweetness, but that acidity comes through just on the line. It's fruity, uh, fruity sweet. Um, so you have sugar sweet and fruity sweet. So like a strawberry is sweet, but it's not sweet sugar. It's sweet fruit, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense for you at home. Next up. Now, Urban Distillers, Cloner as well. Um, this is some of the first things I've tasted from these guys. Now, I've tasted them at BC Distilled. I've tasted them around the around the block here and there. Um, they're starting to make some good moves onto the island, at least. Um, they have a rep here and everything. This one, again, has a big uh, uh, black currants, alcohol, sugar is the only recipe. Again, gangster epic legs. A little darker. This is interesting. Almost, um, it's much earthier. Much earthier pity. Um, I think with the Okanagan spirits, you get a little bit of the unripe skin, that sort of bright acidity. The, the society is getting that stewed black currant there. Um, the urban though, earthy. Super earthy. Very, very uh, skin contact and, and pits. Um, not in a bitter sense, but like this very great, um, earthy sort of black currant to it. Oh, that was awesome. That was the first time I've tasted that one. So you can tell that it's my first time. So next up, well, the reason, the re real reason why we're doing this tasting is the Elephant Island Cassis. Lighting is picking that up there. So, um, for a long time, they did a lot of fruit wine, super centric, super eccentric family. Um, great stories, epic stories. If you ever get a chance to go out to Elephant Island, taste some of the stuff. Crab apple wine, just blows your mind. As a cocktail guy, um, sitting there with his, uh, I had my right hand from Pags sitting beside me, and we're just like, and that's all. We're like we're just like the apricot wine, and the, the crab apple wine is something you have to taste. Um, so this is a fortified, um, like basically they made the black currant wine, and then they fortified it. It's 16%, a little bit lower. But yeah, this one you get like fresh, ripe black currants on it. Uh, like it's sort of if you mixed a couple of the first three we did together, because this is a little bit different methodology. These would have been black currants soaked in alcohol and sweetened. This one is a black currant wine made and processed. And then a shot of alcohol thrown in there 
stop the fermentation process, bulk up the alcohol content there. So you've got this sort of the residual sugars have been eaten up by yeast and the alcohol has just stopped the process. Um, but this is like fresh black currants. I bite it into a really great black currant. Um, different methodology, but amazing. I find this one with a stronger uh, Prosecco would definitely like flavor through a little bit. The alcohol content, the sweetness and everything would be the sweetness. The sweetness um, would be very similar. So it would mix really well. Now this one I'm really excited about is the Rathjan Cellars. So Rathjan Cellars, they've sort of made some big moves. Um, we're doing wine for years, great wine. They just opened a tasting room. Um, they partnered with Ampersand with for the Imperative, which uh, if you watch the Vermouth episode, you would know that. If you haven't watched the Vermouth episode, go back and watch it because it's me and Sol having a lot of fun. Um, they recently brought out this cassis. Um, it's made from black currants off the farm. I would hesitate to say it's very similar in production methodologies as the Elephant Island. Um, yeah, it's a fortified fruit wine. Twenty percent alcohol. It's a little bit higher than the Elephant Island. I kept this one to last because it's my—it's the new one, so I wanted to try the new one last. I'm glad I did. The last two, very different than the first three. The first three have been made more traditional liqueur, like a maceration with sweetener. These ones have been made from a blackcurrant wine, which is a crazy way of doing things, but you can get extract different, very different flavors, control the acidity and that sort of thing a lot more because you're making a wine in the same process as making wine. And then you fortify it with alcohol, bam, you've got your, your liqueur. These two, all these have this sort of like, not residual sugar, cloying sweetness, but like they've got bigger texture because of that sugar addition. These two, you can drink these on their own, on the rocks, slice of lemon. <clears throat> the blackcurrant wine that's been fortified is a much different flavor profile than the, the three more traditional liqueur styles where it's a maceration with the sugar. Um, all of them would be epic in Pierre Royales epic they're all well-priced bc spirits that if you're having a, a weekend um a sunday brunch and you want to do kia royales this is the way to go really really is ready to go get some bc bubbles get a couple of bottles of these have your girlfriends over or, you, or your family over have kia royales and you could really have a really great time with these i'm really blown away with that well i've got another collection like if you're actually gonna see the back 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 bar here is getting pretty full and I've got weird, weird stuff on that back bar. So, um, this is the Cassis Off. This is the BC Spirits episode number 12? 12, 12. Episode number 12, the Cassis Off. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you everybody for watching. I really appreciate it. I say it every episode I know. I'm completely 100% grateful for everybody who's following me, everybody who's backing me um, and supporting me. I appreciate it immensely. Um, I've got some big things coming for BC Spirits in the next six months, so please keep an eye on it. Visit the website, go out and buy these, um, support local, um, look up some great, uh, look up some great Cassis uh, recipes, use BC Spirits, sub out BC Spirits, do a BC Spirits night. 
if you're a home bartender. If you're a bar, you've got to try these things. Like, some of these are weird and obscure and you don't usually see them around, but five cassises in BC. It's insane, and I bet I missed a few. Um, have a good weekend, guys. I will, uh, I'll see you soon. Bye.